The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that skims the menu of history to find the special of the day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at how a Catholic tradition was accidentally upended after more than a thousand years of strict observance. The day was November 18, 1966. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops loosened the rule requiring Catholics to abstain from meat on Fridays. The announcement was made in a document called the Pastoral Statement on Penance and Abstinence. In it, the bishops made clear that Friday should remain a day of, quote, voluntary self-denial and personal penance. The difference was that Catholics now had the option to practice penance in other ways besides abstaining from meat. That way, if giving up meat no longer felt like much of a sacrifice, members of the church could seek out a deeper, more personal form of penance instead. However, the bishop's message wasn't reported or received as intended. Instead, the American media and many practicing Catholics took it to mean that abstinence from meat on Fridays had been completely abolished. And as for the part about finding other forms of penance, well, that got lost in translation entirely. Many ancient religions practice fasting and abstention from certain foods as a way to further spiritual development. Catholicism was no exception in that regard. 
In fact, abstaining from meat on Fridays was one of the earliest requirements of the church. The tradition likely grew out of the desire to memorialize Christ's death on a weekly basis. To honor his sacrifice, which took place on a Friday, Catholics began making a small sacrifice of their own by giving up meat one day out of the week. That sentiment is also the basis for the 40-day season of Lent, during which Catholics also abstain from eating meat on Wednesdays as well as on Fridays. And by the way, most Catholics do still fast on Fridays during Lent. It's just all the other Fridays of the year that have fallen by the wayside. It's worth noting that the early church's directive made no mention of what should be eaten on Fridays. The only requirement was to avoid the flesh of animals. That left plenty of choices on the table, including every fruit, vegetable, grain, and dairy product you could think of. But humans being humans, some Catholics immediately started looking for a loophole. Meat was the only thing off the menu, for sure. But what is meat, anyway? Traditionally, the term refers to things like lamb, chicken, beef, pork, ham, and venison. Those all come from warm-blooded land animals. So what about cold-blooded aquatic creatures, like fish? Did they fall under the church's definition of meat? In a somewhat counterintuitive ruling, it was eventually determined that the flesh of fish was not the same as the flesh of animals, and was therefore a-okay for Catholics to eat on Fridays. The justification for that decision was a little shaky at best, but many members of the church point to St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians as the answer. In chapter 15, verse 39, Paul wrote, quote, All flesh is not the same flesh. There is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fish, and another of birds. Paul didn't elaborate on the distinction between one flesh and another nor did any other author of the New Testament. That ambiguity allowed church leaders to make all kinds of additional exceptions, stretching the definition of fish beyond its breaking point. For example, in the 17th century, the Bishop of Quebec ruled that beavers qualified as fish. And in the 18th century, Catholics in the Detroit area were granted a dispensation to eat muskrat on days of abstinence. More recently, several amphibians and reptiles were cleared for consumption as well. In 2010, for instance, the Archbishop of New Orleans mortified biologists by declaring that alligator is, quote, considered in the fish family. Regional delicacies aside, plain old fish remained the substitute of choice for most Catholic families. It became a prominent part of Catholic culture in its own right as well as the go-to dish for end-of-the-week family dinners. That standing was solidified in the 20th century with the institution of Friday Fish Fries, a fairly inexpensive way for working-class Catholics to dine out while still complying with the rules of their faith. Restaurants were the first to offer fish fries as a way to better accommodate their Catholic customers, but it wasn't long before churches, VFW halls, and other groups also began hosting them as fundraisers. The connection between Catholics and Friday fish dinners was so strong that it actually inspired McDonald's to add a fish sandwich to its menu in the early 1960s. The filet of fish was the first addition to the restaurant's original menu, and it was added specifically to address the loss of Catholic customers on Fridays. However, just as McDonald's was shaking up its menu, Pope Paul VI 
was making changes of his own. In early 1966, fresh from the recently concluded Second Vatican Council, the Pope issued a decree titled Painitomini, or Repent. It emphasized the importance of penance and broadened the forms of penance approved by the Church. In particular, the Pope called for the year-long practice of fasting and abstinence to be adapted to local economic and social conditions. For example, if meat was not a staple of a Catholic family's diet, then they should be allowed to substitute abstinence with a different form of penance, such as works of charity. With that flexible approach in mind, the Pope left it to each country's bishops to determine how Catholics in their respective countries should observe Fridays throughout the year. In the fall of 1966, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops took on that task during their annual meeting. The bishops acknowledged, just as the Pope had, that times were indeed changing. For many Catholics, abstaining from meat was no longer the great sacrifice it once was. A growing number adhered to vegetarian diets, and for those who didn't, the option of eating fish ensured that Friday dinner was just as substantial as any other night of the week. In light of that, the bishops voted to relax the rules on fasting and abstinence for Fridays outside of Lent. That said, the bishops made it clear they still considered not eating meat to be the ideal form of penance for Fridays. In their pastoral statement, they encouraged Catholics to keep up the practice, saying, quote, Even though we hereby terminate the traditional law of abstinence as the sole prescribed means of observing Friday, we give first place to abstinence from flesh meat. We do so in the hope that the Catholic community will ordinarily continue to abstain from meat by free choice, as formerly we did in obedience to church law. The bishop's hope was ultimately unfulfilled, as the vast majority of American Catholics began eating meat on Fridays. In fact, according to economist Frederick Bell, U.S. fish prices took a nosedive after the bishops released their statement. Even though Friday abstinence remained the universal law of the Latin Church, and even though the U.S. bishops still encouraged it themselves, the takeaway for most Catholics was that meatless Fridays had been abolished. Nearly six decades later, some Catholics in the U.S. believe the loss of year-round Friday abstinence has done long-term damage to the community. That's because, for many people, eating fish on Fridays was more than a form of penance. It was a small but meaningful reminder of their religious identity. Of course, any Catholics missing that weekly sense of belonging are welcome to resurrect the Friday fish fry. And go ahead and throw some muskrats and alligators in the mix too while you're at it. Eating those certainly sounds like penance to me. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can send your feedback directly by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks as always to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 